Oh my God. My eldest daughter, Zoe, stopped dead in her tracks, her face completely pale as though she'd seen a ghost. Her sudden halt caused a pileup of my girls, all screeching to a standstill right beside her. The huge crowd surrounding us in the concourse at the Moda Center, all here for the Portland Storm's Storm Skills Competition, the same as we were, nearly ran our little group over in their quest to get food and drinks and get to their seats for the day of family fun. Clueless as to what led my girls to cause a traffic jam, I took a cursory look around, but all I could see was the ocean of purple and silver jerseys jockeying for position. Nothing stood out as being anything that should cause that kind of reaction in my 16-year-old daughter. What? I asked, since I didn't have the first inkling what was going on. Zoe looked like she might have stopped breathing. Her younger sisters had figured it out, though. Evie, my 15-year-old, clutched her older sister's hand and let out a squeal, her face turning 27 shades of pink and red with excitement. It's Levi Babcock, right there! Well, that explained it. My girls were seriously boy crazy, all four of them, and Levi Babcock was their obsession du jour. Zoe was even wearing a storm jersey that had Future Misses as the name and 501 as the number. Apparently, everyone called him 501 because of his name and the genes or something like that. I had a hard time keeping up with all the preoccupation kids talked about these days. There was just too much on my plate. I spun around, and that was when I found him. Tall, broad, dark-haired, wearing a designer suit. A few other men in suits were around him, which made them stand out among the jersey-clad fans filling up the building. They were probably all players, or at least involved in the team in some way. Why else would they be in suits? My girls didn't have eyes for any of them but Levi, though. In recent years, I had come to learn that female teens had a certain type of hormone that produced single-minded determination in a way that I didn't quite recall experiencing. Surely I couldn't have been too different from my girls, though. Maybe I just blocked it all from my memory due to embarrassment. The young storm defenseman should probably run away and fast, because I didn't know if I would be able to control all four of my hormone-riddled daughters, and if they got their hands on him. I shook my head. I'd probably be doing good to keep any one of them in check, but all four? The end result could be disastrous for the young man. Zoe's jaw was hanging open, her eyes popping out of her head in a way that was downright comical. Evie was practically hyperventilating, her skin flushed. Izzy, my 13-year-old, had started bouncing in circles and was talking in a nonstop scream of high-pitched babble that sounded like, Oh, Mom, can we go meet him and get his autograph and kidnap him right now? Please, I promise I'll take good care of him. He can be my first brother-husband, and then we just have to kidnap Kaner and Seguin and Tori Krug, too. And then there was my youngest, 11-year-old Sophie. As with everything in life, Sophie was a special case. She stopped alongside her sisters long enough for it to seep in that her crush was standing not 20 feet away from us, and then she was off like a shot. Shit, I muttered beneath my breath, taking off after her and calling out, Sophie, stop right this second! Help me with your sister! I added over my shoulder to the other three, in the hope that they could pull themselves together enough to do what needed to be done. I needed all hands on deck, because when Sophie had her mind set on something— it was next to impossible to veer her off her intended course. 
A mean, stubborn streak went along with the territory with my youngest, as was common in kids who had Down syndrome. Not that she was mean. She was just obstinate about getting what she wanted. She was actually one of the sweetest, kindest, most loving and lovable kids I'd ever known. But at that moment, she wanted to give all of her love, whether it was welcome or not, to an unsuspecting Levi Babcock. Levi! She shouted as she raced toward him, ducking between people traveling in every direction around her. She only had eyes for her prey, though, oblivious to everything else going on. Levi swirled his head around, trying to determine where the voice had come from, and caught sight of her just in time. He broke into an easy grin, but I doubted he understood that he was her intended target and was about to get pummeled with affection. Sophie launched herself at him, and he barely got his arms out and ready to catch her in time.